This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Dwayne Gunter. Dr. Gunter is the Chief Executive Officer of Ovation Healthcare, formerly known as QHR Health. Uh, Dr. Gunter's got a sort of a fascinating background. Grew up in a very small community in South Carolina. He's learned the meaning of caring for and serving communities from an early age. From his days in Little League sports to serving in several countries during its college days, his passion for helping people has always been his driving force. Dwayne's vision is to bring a shared services approach to community health care. It formed many years ago. He formed this vision many years ago during his time having a front row seat at one of the country's largest health systems. That vision became a reality in Ovation Healthcare. Dr. Gunter officially began the, began the journey to Ovation Healthcare when it was established as an independent company in 2021. Early in his career, he earned business degrees, including his MBA, his doctorate in business. He lives in Nashville with his wife. He's the proud parent of two married sons and a granddaughter, Blakely. And Blakely is clearly his pride and joy. He sits on the boards of numerous organizations. He's a Tennessee Titans fan, an Atlanta Braves fan, and his favorite, favorite statement or, or aphorism is, well done is better than well said. So, so getting this done, more important than getting things said. You know, actions speak louder than words. Dr. Gunter, take a moment and tell us a little bit about yourself before I, I, I launch into sort of the, the more substantive dialogue. Just, just give us a little bit of your background and your own words for a second. Yeah, well, thanks, Scott, and I appreciate you. Uh, I learned some things about myself when you went through that. So thanks for sharing. And, uh, but my heart is, uh, obviously I love healthcare, but more importantly, I love uh, communities. I grew up, as you mentioned, out in uh, smaller communities in South Carolina. And it's just a passion of mine. I'm actually a a preacher's kid by trade. And so, uh, so I got the experience firsthand small communities and be around hospitals and and just being a part of a community that serves and cares and so that's where my passion is and I've done that through everything from coaching little league baseball as the kids grew up to uh, just where my focus is so I, I love the uh, the mission that we'll talk about here in a little bit but that's that's where my heartbeat is well, well fantastic and t- tell us a little bit your and you recently watched a rebranding of Ovation Healthcare. What, what drove that decision and why, given your 45-year history serving independent community healthcare, what drove that decision to rebrand at this point? Yeah, so as you know, we do have a 45-year history, and, and that mission has evolved over time, and our vision for healthcare has evolved over time. But uh, we are what we are through many years of great leaders and, and great communities that have joined forces with our with our business over these 45 years. Uh, But as we look into the future, we have to think about some things that we're evolving into and and, uh, thinking, as you can imagine, as you think about the past and you have a 45 year brand to embrace our vision and where we're going, we decided that uh, Ovation better reflects on where we're going as a business and allows us the opportunity to introduce our abilities and what we're bringing to market and kind of reset the thinking around our business. So we're, we're excited about that, but we're still a great company that's made up of a lot of history and uh, people that have made the way for us. And so uh, I do want to give a shout out to that 
the people that have been a part of this journey with us because we are what we are because of them. Thank you. And take a moment on sort of the key service offerings of Ovation Healthcare and what differentiates Ovation in the market. Yeah, our business, the spirit of our business, and this is what I tell people all the time, the spirit of our business is from an operator's perspective. We we like to say we have our operator's playbook and, uh, and that our operator DNA is built from driving toward healthy communities and healthcare organizations in those communities. And so we don't just focus Some people think, well, you might focus on cost improvements, um, but we also focus on how are these health systems and healthcare facilities serving their patients in that community? What, how can we drive overall financial health to the entire organization so that they can better serve their communities? And so with that, we have everything in our operator's playbook from supplies to rev cycle, to clinical, to outpatient, to behavioral health, to pharmacy. After 45 years and what we've built in the last four years, we have a lot of things covered. And so two things I'd say that really differentiate us in the market is we really drive this as mission over money. And I know we have to charge fees to people and we, and we get paid, but we try to do that from a perspective of, of the mission we're serving. And what I mean by that is we take a cost plus perspective to the business. And so we're trying to not just look at what the market will bear for supplies or revenue cycle, but what can we do to bend the cost curve and bring financial health to that facility in the context of the markets they're serving. So it's a it's a different perspective than a vendor perspective. It's it's more of an operator's perspective. Thank you. And, and take a moment on newer, more innovative shared services that you see making an impact on your client hostels. What what services are systems hostels able to share that are making an yeah. impact? Yeah, and I'll give two examples. I think uh, great question. I think I'll give two question, two perspectives on that. I could go deep on several things, but one is, you know, many people. If you look across a hospital and look at the profit and loss statement of a hospital and how they're spending money, you know, you, besides people, you can look down supplies and you can look down the collection of cash and different things like that, or to spend on technology. Uh, supplies, for example, with us, the impact we're making is not just shopping for a group purchasing organization, a GPO, which we think we have a great offering around that, but it's really looking at the complete total spend management. Where are you spending your money? What options do you have to continue your service levels to your patients while improving the supply chain perspective from purchase services all the way down to pharmacy, to equipment, to facility management? You just got to really think about that in terms of, of total spend management. And then on revenue cycle, it's not, you know, many people think, well, I just need more cash in the door. It's all about collecting money. Well, there's there's a lot more to revenue cycle than just collecting money. And with our operator's lens into revenue cycle, we think we bring a, a little bit of different uh, twist to that. And so we are seeing an impact when we dig into lines of business and how to drive market share and not just collect money, but also how to better make sure that our hospitals are serving their communities. And then the third thing is, you know, a lot of these hospitals, independent community hospitals cannot afford technology. They might have an EHR in place, but they can't afford to bring automation and efficiency. Well, 
our operator perspective is we want to bring tech enabled shared services to the market. So when you work with us, we do bring a tech enabled perspective. So the automation comes with our offering and not something you have to go out and purchase and do yourself. Thank you. QHR, now Ovation Healthcare, has always had a long tradition of working really close with independent community hospitals. It's no secret that independent community hospitals are facing challenging times, as are large systems as well. Take a moment and talk about what are some of the opportunities that systems and hospitals could, could pursue to strengthen their presence and the value they have to their communities? What, what can they do in this challenging time? Well, I'll, I'll start this by saying I don't have, you know, if I told you the secret recipe, I think everybody would call me. There is no secret recipe to to dealing with these times. But I will say this, that um, what I'm, I'm seeing different things happen in the market from consolidation to uh, let me sell my independent community hospital to a larger system. Um, and while some of those things might have merit in the right location or right situation, what I'm finding is that is not an answer to improving your presence in your local market. And so I, I while I disagree with that, those initiatives because I believe in independence. I'm very optimistic on the future of hospitals. And I, and I do believe that uh, some of the things that we've really got to get to is just based the basics of understanding the people that live in your community and their health needs. And I know we say that a lot, but one of the things we're trying to do through the health care is how do we help our facilities to not just be a place for them to show up at an ER or just to get a surgery, but how can we be more proactive to know more about the people living in our community and their healthcare needs as we move forward? And so part of what Ovation Healthcare is doing is as we deliver operations, we are trying to help our hospitals have more insights and perspective of that patient and those consumers that live within their community so that they can better serve them and engage them into the services of their health system and design their services to better serve the needs of their communities. That sounds easier than it is, but I believe that is a way we can strengthen independent community health care out in these marketplaces. Thank you. And take a moment on sort of reasons for optimism. There's so much negativity, so much talk about inflation, staff labor costs, the leakage of services, but, but give us some thoughts on optimism. What can you be optimistic about for the near and long-term future for independent healthcare? Yeah, and give me a minute here. I'd like to talk about something that, um, first of all, I'm very optimistic. We just came off of our, what we call our leadership event that we hold across the country. Uh, we do it in Arizona, but we bring in CEOs, CFOs, and board members from community hospitals around the country. And, and the theme of this year was we talked a lot about fear and hope. And it kind of leads to this question is all of us in the room that were there, and it was a significant amount of coverage from the United States there for independent hospitals. And we talked about fears and hope. And one of our speakers got up talking about the valley of despair and driving toward hopeful optimism when it comes to the hospital business. And and another person talked about being kind and how to drive kindness through our health systems and our leadership. And so when I think about those things is I am optimistic. One of the things I told that that crowd before I left them that in the last day was, look, I'm very optimistic. And here's why is because all businesses, all industries go through challenge time. This is not the first time the hospital industry has had a, a staffing challenge or 
uh, we needed to be in, you know, create some new ways of doing business. Uh, these are very tough times for for hospitals when it comes to cost and other things. But the future is bright if we work together. But if we think we can keep doing business the way we've always done it, I think we're going to get what we are getting today. We've got to think differently and we've got to approach operations differently. And, um, and we've got to think culturally differently with people. Yes, staffing costs are going up, but that may require us as leaders to really engage in how we are serving the people that work for us and, and approaching leadership a different way and in embracing the people that are working for us with a different approach to culture and those things. So it's a, it's a gamut of things, but I'm highly optimistic because I think we'll push through this. I think we'll be a, a better healthcare industry as we push through this. And if we all work together, there's there's going to be some great days ahead. Um, never going to be perfect days, but I think we we will continue to evolve into a a different looking operation as we move forward. Thank you, Dr. Gunter. I mean, it's really a terrific perspective. At the end of the day, hospitals, health systems remain sort of the backbone of the safety net in the country. Remain the place that customers, the consumers, the patients trust the most for healthcare. So, it's such an important part of our ecosystem. Thank you, Dr. Gunter, both for joining us today and for what you do at Ovation Healthcare. Thank you very much for joining the Becker's Healthcare Podcast today. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Thanks for your time.